Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. On today's Saturday News Hit Row Return. Got big updates on the WrestleMania 39 tickets. Is another WWE draft incoming? And an update on NXT UK. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? It's my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan to talk all things wrestling news. But before we get into it, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Click the link in the description for timestamps for each story. Comment down below, like the video, etc, etc. But first up... Big return on SmackDown again. Yeah. Like making waves still. That's what he does. I think this is his new uh, new policy when it comes to SmackDown and Raw. Just put on loads of surprises and watch the ratings just fly up. It's good. It's sure fire, and it's definitely definitely something that's got legs and it won't run out of steam soon. But let's live Never. in the moment. Let's live in the moment, Phil. Okay, because we did get a big return. It was hit row. It, it was. Uh, it was met with a pretty decent pop in all honesty. It was like the returning heroes to SmackDown. Obviously, uh, this time around, we don't have Swerve there. Swerve Strickland, he's obviously in AEW right now. So this was just B-Fab, Top Dalla, who, nada, 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 that guy. Uh, Ashanti Theodonis, that was the trio. The OG3, as they called themselves. Uh, I think it was the OG3. Yes, I believe. Yeah, the yep. OG3 yeah, is yeah. what they called themselves after the match. Um, so shots fired already. But they had a big squash match. It was against Brandon Scott and Trevor Irvin, some local enhancement talents. And AJ Francis and Ashanti Adonis absolutely battered them, really. Yeah, they had this cool new finisher with like, he, he picked him up for like a spin out, like slam thing and like got drop kits as, as he did it. It looked pretty impressive. They looked pretty good. They looked as good as they have done in quite some time, seeing as though they've not really had an awful lot of in ring action recently because I think their only real appearance uh, that they've had as a group was as the hit makers, with the zzz, obviously just for added effect at a MCW indie event and that was in March and they've not really done much else outside of that obviously they were released uh, not long after being brought to Smackdown last year which was a bit of a shock to everybody two weeks or something like that yeah it was ridiculous it was like, like releasing waves as well it wasn't like yeah, yeah one. it was strange BFAB went and then the rest <laughs> of the group went but they like trickled on the show like they, they came out on the show without BFAB and they were like oh yeah, salute to BFAB so and then they went as well it was yeah very strange but uh, Papa Papa H has brought them back into the mix and it seems like a good call to be honest it's bolstered the tag division uh, even further like 
B-Fab might not get in the ring as much as the lads early on. I think she's still got a bit of work to do. That was evident in NXT as well. She's still very green, but quite a good talker. Might have her as a manager for a while. They can all pretty much work on the mic, and the, the, the style is it's quite distinct, and it's diverse, and it's just quite cutting edges as well, to be honest. It's something that SmackDown hasn't had, or like the main roster hasn't had in like quite some time. Just an act that feels like it's, it's doing something a bit different. So hopefully they're giving a bit more space they were given plenty of space to do whatever they want they were quite creative they had like a lot of rap showings and like loads of little segments that were unique to them i always remember they were in the studio a lot in nxt like they do a lot of their backstage vignettes like in their own studio like making music i thought oh, that was quite cool so i think this could be a good call but it does remain to be seen just how many more surprises we're going to get going forward this is true it does mm. kind of seem never ending at the mm -hmm. minute just triple h bringing all his boys back home uh, but I'm into this. Uh, the tag team scene in WWE is needs shaking up for a long, long, long time. Uh, and this is fresh. This is new. It brings in loads of new matches. Like just one team into that division brings in a, like a whole new dynamic to it all. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully, it's, yeah, good things coming. So I'm excited by this. Yeah. WWE's definitely picking up. It's definitely interesting. Uh, but yeah, just keeps on bringing people back. Who's going to be next? That and is the big question. And if you didn't know, now you know. There it is. There uh, we're moving over to WrestleMania 39, Triple H's big first WrestleMania, I assume, as well. Mm. Um, so tickets went on sale uh, yesterday. The pre-sale was going on for a little bit during the week. And it's been a massive success, it seems. So you may have seen the uh, gifs of uh, Becky Lynch dancing with Snoop Dogg that's been doing rounds from the lights party that's been all over the internet. Uh, but it's all on sale. Michael Cole said last night on SmackDown that it's the highest first day ticket sales in WrestleMania history. Um, and WrestleTix on Twitter also notes that uh, the combo tickets for both nights are just sold out now. Uh, and as of seven hours ago when they tweeted it, uh, there were only 2,333 tickets left for night one and 1,185 tickets left for night two, which is huge. Wow. Uh, so WWE have been pushing the combo tickets really, really big. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter also noted that about 10,000 combo tickets were sold uh, during the pre-sale alone and about 1,000 um, per night individual tickets per night uh, were sold during the pre-show. But yeah, it's absolutely massive ticket sales for WrestleMania. SoFi Stadium is... Uh, Big, big stadium. Uh, it's currently a, like a limited setup as well. Mm. So there will be the possibility of more tickets getting announced in the future. Uh, it's got an official capacity of 70,000 people, but that can be expanded to 100,000 for big events. But then obviously WWE cut off quite a bit of it mm -hmm. for the staging and things like that. So if they choose to go with an expanded capacity, that will bring in more tickets, which I assume they will, considering how much of a success it's been. Mm -hmm. uh, and then once they've discovered like the scale and size of the sets and everything like that, they'll be able to release more and more tickets arounding that as well. Um, but in terms of like events with big staging, the Rolling Stones had 81,000 people in there last year for a gig. So it's a big venue, there's a lot of tickets to sell, uh, but at the minute, it seems like a roaring success already. Yeah, and it really, um, it, it's quite an improvement from last year, right? Obviously, remember up until a month or two before last year's WrestleMania, they were still really struggling to shift tickets yeah. to the point of- They were doing like two for one offers and yeah. like giving the stuff away. And to the point they had to, they had to dust off Stone Cold Steve Austin to get people in the stadium. Like, it, got, yeah. it got that bad, but um, <clears throat> not that bad, but do you know what I mean? Like it, they, they really wanted to push it to try and fill it out as much as possible, whereas it looks like they're not having an issue this year like it's it, everyone wants yeah. to get in this fancy new stadium um obviously 
last year's WrestleMania must have been deemed such a, a rousing success and a can't miss event that people were like, you know what, I want a bit of that, I want a bit, a bit of that action in LA, let's go and do it. Maybe it's the rumors of The Rock and things like that. And Cody Rhodes has returned, there's buzz, there's a feeling of, oh, I really want to see this year's WrestleMania because Triple H is behind the wheel. Just a lot of things seems to be lining up to really suggest that this event could do some serious numbers. So yeah, let's yes. uh, keep an eye on that. But another thing to keep an eye on right now, coming over the next couple of months, probably just after the clash at the castle is potentially a new WWE draft. It looks like we could be on the verge of yet another draft. Obviously, the, the last one was, I believe it was October time, October 1st and October 4th last year, the 2021 draft, which... I don't know. It was a bit hit and miss for me. I really missed the, the old like way of doing things where either you had the, the graphic that flashed through all the people and they just landed on somebody or even just the lottery. I loved the lottery thing. That was quite cool as well. Now I've got this weird thing where they just kind of pop up with people in, in little chunks and it just didn't doesn't quite hit in the same way, you know, right now. But um, it's looking as though, according to Fightful Select, uh, according to a number of talents behind the scenes, that they're all suggesting that it feels like roster moves or a draft just in general looks beyond its way. Um, this is is because, and this is noted, that a number of Raw superstars are planned to be appearing on the SmackDown after Clash at the Castle, which is September 9th. Uh, they're already planned to be on that show, so it's looking like Raw people are going to be on SmackDown. And then on the other side of the coin, a lot of SmackDown people are said to be on the Raw after Clash at the Castle, which is September 5th, and then the Raw after that, which is September 12th. So it's already looking like internally they're planning on moving a few pieces or just having some shows that people are going to be popping up. Like the draft shows tend to do that. They tend to just throw people all over the place. Or it could just be, I don't know. I don't know. WWE just do their own thing. It could be a new wildcard rule. We just don't know. But on a related note to this, uh, people have said backstage that it's not been officially confirmed to stars like that this is going to happen. But things seem to be suggesting that it could be uh, in the form, mostly in the form of the fact that a lot of people are said to be getting repackaged in the coming months and it's more likely that said repackages are going to take place after Clash at the Castle that's according to some creative writers in WWE and two people that are said to be on the verge of getting repackaged but like again this is not 100% confirmed but two people that are said to be getting repackaged very soon is T-Bar and Max Dupree so yeah, a lot of like hints and suggestions, but no concrete evidence or information at this moment. But it does look like we are going to get a WWE draft, which I don't know, with Triple H behind the wheel again, it could be time for a refresh and he might go back to a format that we preferred, not this boring, stale block stuff that I just didn't like. Yeah, the problem with the draft for quite some time is that there's like so much more you can do mm. with that as like a format of a show. Like obviously, um, like just bringing more of the sports feel into it, and just something a bit more interesting than yeah. Stephanie sat there reading out draft picks. I even like really the war room, the war room thing with USA yeah, and Fox. That, that was, was quite something. fun with the weird robot. <laughs> yeah, so great. hopefully under Triple H, maybe he sees it as a, a chance to a mix up the roster and start sort of making even more of his own footprint on the brands uh but b just sees it as a chance to do something interesting with those mm. two draft shows that they have like actually turn it into a bit of an event like maybe try and pop a rating out of it and like just create some intrigue or something um so hopefully we see that the name changes thing is very interesting i know mm -hmm. dewdrop was doing an interview with uh inside the ropes the other day as well um where she was talking about there has been talks about her name and whether it's being changed, but she wasn't like hugely bothered either way about whether it does or whether it doesn't. She just wants some actual direction and focus for the character, yeah. which is a whole other thing, I guess. Um, so there's definitely things in the talks there. Obviously, we've had um, people come in under Triple H. Uh, 
with uh, like old names from NXT and mm -hmm. things, which started to not happen as much under mm -hmm. the Vince McMahon towards the end. So there's definitely changes there. It's going to be interesting to see where they go. But I think a draft right now would definitely mix things up a little bit and yeah. create a little bit more intrigue, even more so than Triple H has already brought in. So I can't think it would be a bad thing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's also worth uh, noting that Mustafa Ali and T-Bar put on a banger on main event as well this week, so go and check that out. A lot of clips online of that right now, looking epic. 100%. Uh, and finally, just a quick note about NXT UK. There's been a lot of rumours about the brand and how it's kind of stuttering and not got a lot of focus or momentum or anything at the minute. Uh, but PW Insider have just a quick report about it, just saying that there are absolutely no TV tapings scheduled for NXT UK going forward, which is an uh, interesting note, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Mike Johnson over there did obviously say that uh, a number of talents are moving over to Florida later this month, including Gallus and Charlie Dempsey. Uh, and there's possibilities of them doing things within the NXT brand in Florida, or whether they do some NXT UK stuff in Florida. It's unseen uh, what's going on at this minute. But yeah, no no TV tapings for NXT UK. It doesn't seem like the the best best of future down there yeah it seems like the writing's on the wall a little bit for nxt uk yeah. it has been a show that's kind of fallen at the waistline very similar to what 205 live was to be honest like towards the end of that stint there but then obviously they've rejigged that to be what is it level up now level up so yeah. i'm not sure what you do with nxt uk maybe you do just bring everyone over to 2.0 and just like put a lot more incredible talent there which is there in nxt uk like Ilya dragunov to bring him over to nxt full-time and just go from there, I guess. It's it, uh, it's, it's a strange one. I think the investment's just not been there. They, they, it's very half-assed in the way that it's promoted. Like It doesn't feel like appointment viewing or essential viewing. So this was going to happen like sooner rather than later. And it just feels like they're either not fully invested as to where they go right now in the immediate future. So they're just not making any plans. Or they've already made the plans and it's that nothing's going to happen now. And it's, they're just going to bring everyone over. So I just hope yeah. that talented people get TV time. That is all I want. Yeah, 100%. I don't think NXT UK as a brand was a great idea from the very mm -hmm. beginning. 
felt more sort of a knee-jerk reaction to mm -hmm. what was going on over in the UK scene. Um, and when they already have, like, they could have just signed people and moved them to Florida yeah. and put them in a huge performance center and, like, system that they'd built up over years that they could have just had over there. It seems like they were just stretching themselves a little bit too thin by trying yeah. to create these different things all over the place when they already have one place mm -hmm. that would just fit it all. Yeah, so it doesn't really make a lot of sense. At times, it's, it, it's felt like a pen at times just to kind of keep talent in so other people couldn't have the talent. It's a bit of a weird yeah. one. Uh, but moving over to your Twitter questions, the first one comes from Michael Francis, who just says, speaking of people bringing people back, uh, in your opinion, how should Gargano and Candice be brought back to WWE, assuming, of course, he wants to come back? I mean, uh, I'd say it looks more likely now than it ever has with Mr. H at the wheel. Again, I've said that a few yep. times, but yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely changing things. Um, I'd love to just see... Not a continuation strictly of the Champa Gargano thing straight away because we've seen a lot of that. I mean, it'd be nice to see it eventually, like you saw with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, just have the little main roster chapter and then move on. Um, but I don't know, you can't really bring him back. I, I wouldn't bring him back as a heel. I wouldn't do that, even though he was kind of verging towards a, a heel more when he when he left NXT. Um, obviously, he had that last little stint when he, he was getting waved off and he did his hero victory lap. But I think you do something where... If you want to make him feel like a big star, put him in there against somebody like Seth Rollins, maybe straight away. Just like come in there and just call him out or just do something explosive. Candice, you don't have to necessarily bring them in like as in completely associated together either. I think Candice Ray could do more than her own, make more than her own impact in the, on the women's division yeah. on her own. Like I think Bianca Belair is going to need a few more singles challenges going forward. She can play a hell of a heel. That'd be quite fun. Just think, I mean, just thinking of those matches already has made my mind absolutely explode. So. That's where I go. Yeah, I would 100% bring them both back as baby faces. Mm -hmm. uh, I just think it's a more of a natural fit for them, especially mm -hmm. Johnny. And I'd just go full Johnny Gargano, all heart Johnny wrestling yeah. with it, like the underdog. Uh, style thing. Seth Rollins is a great idea for a first mm -hmm. opponent. He's calling himself the gatekeeper of WWE. It'd make it so much sense just mm -hmm. to bring him in and go up against him first. Uh, and just, yeah, just push him as the, the sort of pure fire underdog baby mm. face that's kind of missing from WWE at the minute. Mm -hmm. um, when like Sami Zayn obviously turned heel, he had that kind of thing going on. Daniel Bryan's obviously gone, he used to have all that. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, just that fiery underdog baby face and somehow uh, Andy Murray and Michael Sidgwick managed to will a top dollar return into WWE this I don't week. Know how. So, I'm <laughs> so I'm just going to keep flying the Johnny Gargano flag yeah. and bring him back. And speaking of whether he wants to come back, I can guarantee that he does uh, because we actually had did an interview with him at WrestleCon, uh, cheap plug, I'll put a link to it somewhere, um, where he talks about his kind of unfinished business within WWE. Mm. Uh, and I think now, now that Triple H is in charge rather than Vince McMahon, now more than ever, that chance to come back and right the wrongs that happened before uh, and actually leave his mark on WWE, the place that he dreamed of being as a child. Mm -hmm. I think like that's more likely to happen now than ever. So make it happen. Make it Bring so. Back Johnny. We need him. We need him. The world needs him. Uh, next question comes from Jen Wilson, who says, Good morning, guys. Let's say AEW is planning an MJF return to feud with either Punk or Moxley for the AEW Championship. Mm. Which would you prefer and why? And also, who is the babyface? Oh, that that's a little twist at the end because mm. I'd love to see ah oh, I'd love to see a continuation of both. I think they've had epic epic feuds in the past. I think the punk one maybe just edges it because you have the the, the fans in the arena and just to add so so much nuance and just it's a, it's a, it's going to be an all time at that one. I just it's going to yeah. age so well over the years and 
maybe you don't want to go back to that too soon because it might start diminishing what happened before and it won't feel as final what happened at revolution um so maybe maybe the moxie one for now and then just build towards give it give it a little bit more build before you go back to the punk stuff i'd, I'd like that i mean I don't know what happens with MGF. He's going to feel like a bit of a weird returning hero when he does come back. So it's, oh, it's, I, I do not envy Tony Khan is my answer to that question. Yes, it's yeah. going to be an interesting one. Whether he comes back as face or heel is the biggest thing. I think mm. I would, I don't know. I'd like to, MGF's really good. He's going to be good at uh, being a baby face, I hugely imagine. But it's like, I can't picture it in my head. He just comes, he's just such a natural heel. Just makes a lot more sense to me. But I'm sure he could actually smash it like either way. But I think like punk's the, punk's the money one there, mm -hmm. isn't it? It's like the history that's there with it. It's definitely not finished that story. There's still things to do. And even if they manage to switch it around where it's either MJF versus punk, like face versus face would be an interesting dynamic to it. Or even if somehow down the line, uh, punk turns heel and MJF goes face, like either way that they do this anyway, shape or form that's going to be interesting mm -hmm. and i would ugh, I, I, i'd be 100 here for it yeah um but the final question of the day comes from matthew Casinelli, who says which wrestlers would you like to see pushed to the top of the card or just in general uh personally he'd like to see Shayna pushed in a full nxt form and kevin owens the Shayna one's interesting Liga. because i feel like we, we were edging towards that a bit more on smackdown um, she's yeah. starting to just be a bit more unfiltered and just be the, the badass and just the one who calls the shot Shayna again, which is great. Um, I She's she's kind of getting a push already, um, a little bit of a push, but just as more of a singles focus, I want Rhea Ripley up that card. She is a monster. You can build the company around her similarly to what you are. I think her and Bianca are just going to be rivals forever. It's going to be a fight for a forever scenario. But I think Rhea does just need, obviously she's had, she's had her issues recently where she's not been able to get back in the ring. But I think once she's fully cleared, she can do start wrestling again like in singles action she's somebody that just needs that just needs a bit of a nudge do you know what i mean just needs a bit of a nudge uh, back into that kind of focal position so i'd, I'd love to see Rhea just getting a it's getting doubled down on a bit more yeah 100 percent. i'm with you on that one yeah. and i'm with you on the Shayna baszler one mm -hmm. as well they had such an opportunity like back in the day when she was running through everyone at the elimination chamber and mm -hmm. things like that and they just never really capitalized on what Shayna Baszler could have been on the main roster. It's going to take a lot to rehab her at this point, uh, but I don't think it's impossible. I think it can definitely be done. Uh, and getting her back up to the sort of top of the card in the women's mm. division, I think is 100% uh, necessary. Absolutely necessary. And on the men's side of things, uh, Mr. Ferrali, obviously, he's, he was so close. He almost mm. got there when he got injured mm. and then it ended up being the Kofi Mania thing. Like it was, he was on the cusp, but it's like everything they've ever given him in WWE, mm. he's absolutely smashed and yeah. been absolutely brilliant at. He's got, he, he's got the microphone skills, he's got the in-ring skills, mm -hmm. he's got the blocks, he's got it, he's got it all. Like yeah. it seems like a no-brainer to get him to the top. And then Montez Ford as mm -hmm. well, which I don't want to do. No. Like, I don't want them to break up, but like pushing him like they did with the New Day, doing that kind of a thing, I would be probably be much more interested in because they can go back to the tag team stuff, they can still be friends. Um, but just giving him some kind of singles run, the guy who's fantastic. And like we met him at Wally Mania at Mania, and the guy just is dripping in charisma it's absolutely ludicrous uh, how charismatic that man is um and i think yeah we've only 
we've only seen a very small amount of what he can do in the wrestling. I and think. I think it's really worth knowing that everyone seems to be proving a point right now. If you watch the Gunther Shinsuke match from last night again, yeah. uh, even looking back a couple of weeks to the Drew and Sheamus match, it's like everyone's going out of the way to put on these absolute bangers and say, "Eh, look at me! Like, I, I yeah. should get more TV time. I should be beating the hell out of like people more often. Ricochet, people like that as well. It just it feels like everyone's got a bit more of a an impetus now, just to just to really try and steal that show, which only makes for better television. I'm here for it. 100% exciting times but thank you very much for joining us if you want you can follow us over on Twitter you can follow me at Phil My Chambers and you can follow Gareth at GMorgan04 and you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE make sure you watch loads more videos here on the channel and subscribe obviously ups and downs for both Smackdown and Rampage are coming later on so watch out for those but most importantly have yourselves a bloody good day bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 